0: This is Rudy Giuliani with Rudy's Weekly Alert. Today's alert is about a matter that is at the core of what I regard as our responsibility and function to bring to you, to alert you to situations where the Biden administration is overstepping legal bounds, particularly with regard to rights guaranteed, in the Constitution of the United States. This situation is one that is, by all definitions, you could possibly think of newsworthy. But despite that, very little has appeared about it in the mainstream media, which is really part of the two parts in which this is very disturbing. It's disturbing because it appears as if it's overreach on the part of the government reaching into an area that would normally be considered local matter, but also uh, doing it in a way that certainly suggests a double standard, something that um, uh, would ordinarily not be pursued, certainly by the FBI, and um, but is pursued because it is beneficial to the Biden administration Whereas things that are possibly harmful to the Biden administration, where there is clear evidence of much more serious criminality uh, is completely ignored for years, even though sitting there, now on the public record, almost crying out for investigation and ringing out loud and clearly that there's something seriously wrong with the Department of Justice, the FBI, and tragically, our system of justice. But here's the, here's the facts, and let's first talk about the facts and then we'll talk about the danger that this creates and then what we should do about it. We're talking about the case involving Veritas and the early morning raids, which are now becoming quite common in fairly marginal cases certainly cases where raids were never done in the past. But early morning raids were carried out in at least three places. Two uh, uh, residences in Manhattan, and then several days later, a residence in Maranac, New York. Now these raids are done very early in the morning. Um, They're always done with a leak to the press because the New York Times was aware of these raids before um, uh, James O'Keefe was, who is the owner of Veritas, which was the parent subject of the raids. Uh, And it all goes back actually to last year when uh, a diary either was stolen or went missing. It's the diary of Ashley Biden, who is the, I believe, youngest child of uh, Joe Biden, and maybe his only child with Jill, if I'm correct, but in any event, she's Joe Biden's daughter. And somewhere in the latter part of 2020, her diary was acquired by someone identified as a whistleblower. Around that time, I don't know the exact timing of this, uh, she and her family reported a burglary of certain items we don't know what the other items were but including her diary so there is a a police report actually a report to the fbi of a theft of her items including a diary and apparently at or around that same time although the timing here is a little sketchy uh, this diary is being peddled by a whistleblower it's peddled to, among others, uh, Veritas, James O'Keeffe. And um, O'Keeffe, and we presume others at Veritas, considered uh, going with it, using it, tried to verify it as hers, were unable to do so, and passed on it. In other words, didn't go forward with it. And according to O'Keeffe's public statement, alerted law enforcement to this uh, diary. We don't know with certainty the exact conversation because these were statements that O'Keefe made to the press. These are not statements in a deposition or or investigation that I know of. But we do know at least that, right? So a whistleblower goes to the leader of Veritas and offers this diary of... Ashley Biden, and and Veritas apparently gives it some consideration and decides not to go with it, they say, for the reason that, it couldn't be verified. Now, the diary, or items from the diary, do get published. And they're published for the first time that I can find very very close to the election right on october 25 2020 on a website called the nationalfile.com and they're filed as uh, uh, the story is filed as uh, having been given to them the diary having been given to them by a whistleblower who they don't identify and the diary contains i'm not going to tell you the contents of it every I don't. At least from what I know of it, um, there's the kind of stuff when I was a prosecutor I wouldn't wouldn't deal in. Uh, now I haven't read them in great detail, so there may be something in there that is of, of more significance than I can so far discern. And I'll go through them more carefully. Uh, I pay very little attention to it back at the time. I vaguely remember it coming out. And uh, since then, although I've obviously spent a lot of time with the whole Biden situation as part of my defense of the president, this is something that I certainly don't know in great detail. All of a sudden now there are raids being carried out at Veritas. The raids were apparently um, on Thursday of last week was the first one, and it was done at the Manhattan apartment of Spencer Mead. And Spencer Mead is a contributor, person who works with uh, Project Veritas. There was a raid on a second apartment. And then on th- Saturday morning, there was a raid on James O'Keefe's own residence, which was in Memariac, New York, in Westchester County. And th- th- the reason this is troubling, is what is the FBI doing with this case? If if the facts are true, this is a burglary. The burglaries are investigated by the New York City Police Department. In fact, they probably investigate more burglaries than any police department in the United States, given the size of the city of New York. And given our recent increase in crime, They're gaining a great deal of experience with burglary, because burglary is one of the crimes that is increasing. Don't know that it's increasing at record numbers like murder and uh, shootings, but I do believe it's increasing rather substantially. I read about them all the time. And I would say, and this comes from my uh, position as a law enforcement professional, the New York City Police Department is far better at investigating burglaries than any federal agency. Because they do it for a living, whereas federal agencies rarely, if ever, do burglaries. But in any event, the federal government gets involved. I assume because it was the candidate of the uh, presidential candidate's daughter who, who who lost this diary. Although throughout there is a troubling uh, association between Joe Biden and law enforcement, where they uh, take up. Uh, missions on his behalf even after um, even after he was vice president there's the uh, intervention when uh, Hunter Biden fills out a false uh, report to get a gun there's the intervention of the secret service to try to get a copy away from the uh, uh, merchant of the uh, offending document which he refuses to give to the Secret Service, quite a gutsy guy by the way, and uh, gives it instead to ATF, which is the proper agency to investigate it. And then to everyone's amazement, nothing has been done about it, even though, oh, there rarely is iron clad evidence of a crime, rarely in my experience, every once in a while. This is what we would call back in my old prosecutor days A no-brainer prosecution of Hunter Biden. This is the document where he says he's never been addicted to drugs, not addicted to drugs, never been, because you're not allowed to have a gun if you have a history of drug addiction. For good reason, right? I mean, in fact, if anything, this is like part of the liberal religion, right? Gun control and probably repeated so many times by liberals, you have it memorized, right? Guns should never be in the possession of a person with a criminal record, a person with a, uh, a mental illness, or a person with a serious addiction. And they shouldn't be, they should not be. And there's a law that prevents it. <laughs> and it prevents it from several aspects. It prevents the fact, makes it a crime, and then it makes it a crime to lie on a federal form. Well, you're familiar with that. How many how many false statement cases did the FBI bring against Trump uh, associates and friends and followers that had never been brought before? <laughs> false statements that appear to be rather immaterial. Or in the case of General Flynn, false statements that were completely unnecessary because the FBI already knew the facts. But they were very anxious to prosecute those cases, even ask for jail sentences, and things that seemed to be far less significant.
1: That there was a burglary. It was in 2020. Personal items were taken. So things beyond this uh, were taken. We don't know what else was there. Well, you and your colleagues um, mentioned today in your reporting that this investigation is being handled by FBI agents, but also by prosecutors who work on public corruption matters. Is this a public corruption matter um, because of the way the purloined items were used, effect, uh, apparently, to try to? To, to cause some sort of political harm to President Biden, or is it a public corruption matter uh, for some other reason? Do we know? I'm not sure. Project Veritas raised this issue in, in the statement that they put out today, and I it's almost certainly something that the Justice Department had to wrestle with here, is that Project Veritas sees themselves as a journalistic outfit. They think they're a journalistic organization. So you see the general consensus by the left, extreme left, especially Rachel Maddow, especially the Democrats, especially all these groups, that just generally just want to, you know, only they can do investigative journalism. Only they can talk about these things. Only they, on the extreme left, and especially the New York Times, you know, uh, and only those with, you know, bent genders can, can take up the topic. And that's their basic problem. And that is what is disturbing about it. That is what is crazy about it. That is what is wrong about it. And something that needs to be looked into. Definitely probed, checked, cleaned up. Because right now there is a 0.5% or a 025 0.25% of a population of a particular group that is an extreme minority that generally runs things in media. They control the HR departments, they control a lot of the uh, editorial boards, they control a lot of the uh, the uh, production and, pr- and producing and creatives. And it's really sad. You've seen many of these wonderful media companies that have been there forever uh, and, and covering things fairly, balancedly, all throughout. Just a few years ago. This is the change that we saw happen. This is the change forward that Obama and the Clintons put together. This is a change they did. They didn't change things. They ruined it. They wrecked it. And that is what is happening with this James O'Keefe story. Hey, if James is responsible for a break-in or, or anything that violates law, of course he should be prosecuted. Then Project Veritas, uh, if, if they violated law, should face any scrutiny that any other person should. However... If this is just purely another means of political harassment, just as the FBI uh, was used to, we understand, harass the candidacy of Donald Trump when he was not yet president, uh, with fake dossiers being passed through, um, you know, and and, and run by people who were working uh, within the Clinton campaign. And at the same time, the dossiers were run through people who were working at the Justice Department, their wives were working on it, and you had the, the Comeys and, the, and and these other people working on, on these programs. And that is why probably anything was needed, just to make sure that they retained their position and they returned their power. Maybe that's why now that they need to shut down anything and everything that James O'Keefe is doing. Maybe he stumbled across something that nobody knows about. Maybe there's something in those diaries, or that diary, or the documents, or the hard drives, or whatever, that have more and more and more to be talked about. Well, who knows? Who knows? We shall see. I'm Mike of New York.
0: Giuliani with Rudy's Weekly Alert. Today's alert is about a matter that is at the core of what I regard as our responsibility and function to bring to you, to alert you to situations where the Biden administration is overstepping legal bounds, particularly with regard to rights guaranteed in the Constitution of the United States. This situation is one that is, by all definitions, you could possibly think of newsworthy. But despite that, very little has appeared about it in the mainstream media, which is really part of the two parts in which this is very disturbing. It's disturbing because it appears as if it's overreach on the part of the government reaching into an area that would normally be considered local matter, but also uh, doing it in a way that certainly suggests a double standard, something that um, uh, would ordinarily not be pursued, certainly by the FBI, and, um, but is pursued because it is beneficial to the Biden administration Whereas things that are possibly harmful to the Biden administration, where there is clear evidence of much more serious criminality, uh, is completely ignored. For years, even though sitting there now on the public record, almost crying out for investigation and ringing out loud and clearly that there's something seriously wrong with the Department of Justice, the FBI, and tragically, our system of justice. But here's the here's the facts. And let's first talk about the facts, and then we'll talk about the danger that this creates and then what we should do about it. We're talking about the case involving Veritas and the early morning raids, which are now becoming quite common in fairly marginal cases certainly cases where raids were never done in the past. But early morning raids were carried out in at least three places. Two uh, uh, residences in Manhattan, and then several days later, a residence in Maranac, New York. Now, these raids are done very early in the morning. Um, They're always done with a leak to the press, because the New York Times was aware of these raids before um, uh, James O'Keefe was, who is the owner of Veritas, which was the parent subject of the raids. Uh, And it all goes back, actually, to last year when uh, a diary either was stolen or went missing. It's the diary of Ashley Biden, who is the, I believe, youngest child of uh, Joe Biden, and maybe his only child with Jill, if I'm correct. But in any event, she's Joe Biden's daughter. And somewhere in the latter part of 2020, her diary was acquired by someone identified as a whistleblower. Around that time, I don't know the exact timing of this, uh, she and her family reported a burglary of certain items we don't know what the other items were but including her diary so there is a a police report actually a report to the fbi of a theft of her items including a diary and apparently at or around that same time although the timing here is a little sketchy uh, this diary is being peddled by a whistleblower and it's peddled to among others uh, veritas uh, james o'keefe and um o'keefe and we presume others at veritas considered uh, going with it using it tried to verify it as hers were unable to do so and passed on it in other words didn't go forward with it and according to o'keefe's public statement alerted law enforcement to this uh, diary. We don't know with certainty the exact conversation because these were statements that O'Keefe made to the press. These are not statements in a deposition or, or investigation that I know of. But we do know at least that, right? So a whistleblower goes to the leader of Veritas and offers this diary of Ashley Biden and and Veritas apparently gives it some consideration and decides not to go with it. They say for the reason that it couldn't be verified. Now, the diary or items from the diary. Do get published and they are published for the first time that I can find very, very close to the election, right, on October 25, 2020, on a website called the TheNationalFile.com. And they're filed as, uh, uh, th- the story is filed as uh, having been given to them, the diary having been given to them by a whistleblower who they don't identify. And the diary contains, I'm not going to tell you the contents of it, they're, I don't. At least, from what I know of it, um, there's the kind of stuff when I was a prosecutor I wouldn't wouldn't deal in. Uh, now I haven't read them in great detail, so there may be something in there that is of, of more significance than I can so far discern. And I'll go through them more carefully. Uh, I pay very little attention to it back at the time. I vaguely remember it coming out. And uh, since then, although I've obviously spent a lot of time with the whole Biden situation as part of my defense of the president, this is something that I certainly don't know in great detail. All of a sudden now there are raids being carried out at Veritas. The raids were apparently um, on Thursday of last week was the first one. And it was done at the Manhattan apartment of Spencer Mead. And Spencer Mead is a contributor, person who works with uh, Project Veritas. There was a raid on a second apartment, and then on Saturday morning, there was a raid on James O'Keefe's own residence, which was in Memarriac, New York, in Westchester County. And the reason this is troubling is what is the fbi doing with this case if if the facts are true this is a burglary the burglaries are investigated by the new york city police department in fact they probably investigate more burglaries than any police department in the united states given the size of the city of new york and given our recent increase in crime They're gaining a great deal of experience with burglary, because burglary is one of the crimes that is increasing. Don't know that it's increasing at record numbers like murder and uh, shootings, but I do believe it's increasing rather substantially. I read about them all the time. And I would say, and this comes from my uh, position as a law enforcement professional, the New York City Police Department is far better at investigating burglaries than any federal agency. Because they do it for a living, whereas federal agencies rarely, if ever, do burglaries. But in any event, the federal government gets involved. I assume because it was the candidate of the uh, presidential candidate's daughter who, who who lost this diary. Although throughout there is a troubling uh, association between Joe Biden and law enforcement, where they uh, take up. Uh, missions on his behalf even after um, even after he was vice president there's the uh, intervention when uh, Hunter Biden fills out a false uh, report to get a gun there's the intervention of the secret service to try to get a copy away from the uh, uh, merchant of the uh, offending document which he refuses to give to the Secret Service, quite a gutsy guy by the way, and uh, gives it instead to ATF, which is the proper agency to investigate it. And then to everyone's amazement, nothing has been done about it, even though, oh, there rarely is ironclad evidence of a crime, rarely in my experience, every once in a while. This is what we would call back in my old prosecutor days A no-brainer prosecution of Hunter Biden. This is the document where he says he's never been addicted to drugs, not addicted to drugs, never been, because you're not allowed to have a gun if you have a history of drug addiction. For good reason, right? I mean, in fact, if anything, this is like part of the liberal religion, right? Gun control and probably repeated so many times by liberals, you have it memorized, right? Guns should never be in the possession of a person with a criminal record, a person with a, uh, a mental illness, or a person with a serious addiction. And they shouldn't be, they should not be. And there's a law that prevents it. <laughs> and it prevents it from several aspects. It prevents the fact, makes it a crime, and then it makes it a crime to lie on a federal form. Well, you're familiar with that. How many how many false statement cases did the FBI bring against Trump uh, associates and friends and followers that had never been brought before? <laughs> false statements that appear to be rather immaterial. Or in the case of General Flynn. False statements that were completely unnecessary because the FBI already knew the facts. But they were very anxious to prosecute those cases, even as for jail sentences, and things that seemed to be far less significant than...